Hey mamas, while I have your attention for just a few more seconds, I couldn't wait to get on here and share with you all about this app that I'm recording all of my podcasts for you through. It's called Anchor, and it is truly the easiest way to make a podcast. Don't believe me? Let me break it down and explain to you. First and foremost, it's free. That's right, it does not cost you one cent. And even better, there's actually creation tools inside the app that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It's really that simple. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You also can make money from your podcast, hello, with no minimum listenership. So, As in the words of Jerry Maguire, we can all say, show me the money, baby. Basically, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So moms, as you know, I support every mama having a voice. Your voice needs to be heard. So go ahead, go download the free Anchor app today and get your voice heard. Share what you're passionate about. Go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, that's Anchor. .fm to get started, and I look forward to listening to you very soon. Hello, hello again to all you fabulous mamas. I am so blessed and so thankful that you've decided to take some time out of your day and spend time with me and my fabulous guests today here on Moms Matter, where every single mom out there, yes, even you listening, story matters. Your story is true, it's real, it's raw, and it's yours, and it matters. And I hope that maybe one day we'll have you on a future episode. But before we get there, I want to officially introduce you guys to my guest today. She is someone who is very near and dear to my heart. Funny enough, I actually used to make her sweat in the gym. <laughs> we, we were at one point uh, co-trainers, and then I had some great opportunities and a uh, true privilege to be able to coach her and lead her on and her physical fitness and health. We're both avid ru- runners and both now, as I have joined her in the mom club just last year. Without further ado, I would love to introduce and welcome to the podcast today, Miss Kelly Meyer. Hello, Kelly. Good morning. Oh, you're so Good sweet. Good morning. Oh, I mean it. I mean, I had such kind of like girl crush friend goals on you when um, <laughs> I, I remember, uh, Kelly, uh, I mean, I've said this before, but I remember um, I was visiting my parents at their gym when they were living around where Kelly lived. And I remember seeing you work out in my mom's class, like the group class you guys did. And I was like, man, that girl knows how to push it. Like she is she is fierce. And then funny enough, about a year later, I think I moved down with my parents and I started working for this gym. And then, yeah, I just feel like it was so awesome to just be around your presence. Like you are just a beast in the gym and I love it. Oh my God. You're so sweet. Are you kidding? Your presence was the best in the gym. As soon as you would walk in, it's like, okay, here comes the party, you know, Cheyenne is here. (laughs) Like let's pump Uh, it up. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I always told my clients, Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Likewise. Likewise. You know, I always told, told my clients, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to have you do enough, like, you know, sit-ups and and core work to get your core, um, you know, like tight and strong. But if I can just make you laugh enough to get that way too, and just enjoy what you're doing, that was always part of my goal too. (laughs) Oh yeah. You're amazing. Oh, thank you. Well, you are as well. And I, you know, have been thinking about what moms do I want to share their story? Like what's a mom that's kind of stood out to me and, 
And there's not always a lot of um, foreknowledge that I know about all my moms, but I know a little bit of your journey and I'm excited to kind of like dive into that more today. Um, But before we do that, I would love if you would share with my listeners um, just a little bit about you and where you're from and tell us a little bit about your family. Yeah. Okay. Um, I live in San Diego. I am 42. Uh, Heather, she is 18 and Katie is 16. Adam goes to UCSD. He was valedictorian. Um, he is just an amazing, super smart guy. He's all into fitness now, which is exciting. <laughs> um, Heather, she is, oh, she's going to school. She's going to um, a community college and she is studying to be either a kindergarten teacher or a special ed teacher, which is really exciting. She's got the best personality, such a sweetheart. And then Katie, she is um, a junior in high school and she's doing water polo and swim team and she's driving. And so, yeah, my kids are big and um, I am currently engaged to the love of my life. And um, I know it's so exciting. She is everything that I never knew that I wanted. And um, yeah. So that's, that's where I am. That is an awesome warm up <laughs> to our <laughs> episode and sharing with everyone. Um, I mean, what a, what a beautiful life, you know, and I know you've definitely had some challenges along the way, but it's just incredible to see like truly that the people that your kids have become, cause uh, yeah, they're not, they're no longer babies. I mean, I feel that they probably need need you in different ways or need you more or need you like less maybe physically, but maybe need you more like spiritually and emotionally more and more. Um, Has that transition been interesting for you to see them really like grow into the people that they are? Yeah, absolutely. Like I have loved every single stage of being a mom. I loved when they were infants, toddlers, you know, young kids, every single step. But right now um, I also love it but it's a different challenge. You know, it's the problems are more serious, but um, they're like my good friends now. And I mean, I'm Mm. obviously still their parent, but they're my friends. If I have an issue, that's who I call. You know, if they have an issue, they call me. We, we are, we're close in a different way, but yeah, the the problems are more challenging now for sure. Yeah. It's kind of like the stakes are a little bigger. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know, when they get, when they get to that age and they're kind of going out on their own. And I, I remember being each of their ages and just, it, it's like, you do want to spread your wings and you kind of want to show your parents you've got it, but you also secretly know like you still need them still so much. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I see it all the time. They still have the same like sibling rivalry. They get jealous of mom's attention. Even They'll have different issues and they'll call me. And um, <laughs> if I'm, if I'm texting one of them back first, you know, they're jealous. It's, they still act like little kids. They still need their mom in the same mom way as when they were small. Yeah. And it's funny how some things never change. Some things totally change, but that is just, it's just funny. It's just that beautiful, I think, glimpse of just what family is, what you have with family that you have with nobody else. Yeah, for sure. And ours, like you said, has been an interesting journey. I was married to their dad for 20 years and it was not a relationship that I wanted to be in. And I knew that I would leave um, once they finished high school and grew up, but I didn't know that. um, I I, I changed my mind and decided to leave sooner than that. And it caused kind of 
um, a little rift in the family at first. Um, but then now ultimately the kids understand everything and they want to know why I stayed so long. You know, they, they, yeah. they get it. And then amazing how it's, I think in the beginning, it's just, it's such a shock or it's just like everyone has to go through that grieving stage. And then in hindsight, which is always 2020, you know, it's, it's amazing how through that journey together, um, your kids uh, maybe even just came to understand uh, not just their own lives better, but understand you as their mom better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And they, yeah, they, they understand exactly everything that I went through and they are absolutely in love with my person now. And mm -hmm. they, yeah, they love her just as much as I do. And it's, everything is great now. Yeah, what a beautiful transition. And I mean, like, I, I think anyone listening knows that when a family is uh, broken apart, when there is a divorce, and there goes through a separation, there is a lot of struggle and a lot of pain there. Um, but there's also, I think that beauty kind of that beauty that can grow from that, and that can be reborn. Um, but if you wouldn't mind sharing, you you shared that you had at first maybe anticipated or planned that um, you know, you'd like to stay at least until the kids finish high school. And you've shared that you left sooner than that. Um, would you mind sharing what brought you to that decision to do that? Or like yeah. what made it? Yeah, what 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 allowed you to have that courage and do it sooner than you thought? Yeah, absolutely. I was um, in a controlling relationship. And I wasn't really allowed to do things. And it got to the point where I just, um, I was tired of it and it actually had something to do with the gym. I was offered the job at the gym mm -hmm. and was told no. And then I went back and told them, no, I can't accept the job. And then I went home and I thought about it and I'm like, what am I doing? You know, why am I, why am I suffering through this any longer? And I, then I went back and I told them, you know what, things have changed. I'm going to take the job. And I went home and I told him that, um, you know, this is, we're going to end this relationship. And it did have something to do with Angelica, my woman. I met her and she, her and I had this connection. And um, I just didn't know love like that was possible. My, you know, my yeah. relationship was loveless as well. And so I just kind of thought, since I got into that relationship so young, I kind of thought, you know what, this is it. This is what I'm going to do. Right. And um, I just accepted it for what it was. And it was not enough. And I'm really glad that I made the decision to leave when I did, because I want to set a good example for my kids as well. I would never want them to suffer for 20 years in an unhappy relationship. Yeah, it's surreal how it, it, they become your reason to stay and then they become your reason to leave. I've heard from so many families, like it, it just, it like is, is like a mindset shift that especially your, your children were becoming like their own little, you know, young adults at that point. And, and it's just amazing how, um, yeah, I think it becomes like a deeper purpose and deeper reason to want to show them also love that you didn't know was possible. It's like, I'm sure you felt like, man, I want to show them that this love is possible too. Absolutely. And I love the example that they're able to see now in my relationship because they see us together and they can see what love should be and how a person should treat another person and what, what they deserve in a relationship in life as well. You know, I, um, I was a stay at home mom their entire life. So when I left that relationship, I got a job and it wasn't that I left their dad so much. It was that my attention wasn't totally on them anymore. I was kind of spreading my attention to my job and now to my new person. And so they were kind of like, Hey, what about me? And mm. that's what happened in the transition. But, um, that didn't last for too long. It was, 
a little rough on my middle one at least because she was in middle school and she was going through like the middle school age stuff mm, yeah and, um but now I mean she calls us both mom and it's great <laughs> it's great everything has worked out the way it was supposed to yeah that's beautiful it's it's it sounds like if if I can uh say so that it sounds just like there was a little bit of expectations having to like figure out like wait mom's supposed to be here and then she's there and and uh, I think that happens in all of our and all and of our lives when we experience change it's just it's like that season in between trying to figure out the new normals and and what expectations can we have and should we have and um, it's great to see that you guys navigated that and figured it out and sounds like you're stronger through it all oh absolutely all of us are yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's really would you, great. Would you say that you are a better mom now? Oh, for sure. Because it's taught me so much. I always thought I was doing the best for them by, um, since I was a stay at home mom, I was kind of like, you know, I was the team mom for every single <laughs> team. I was the classroom mom. I was like, I was there for every single event and every single thing. And I didn't just pick them up on time for school. I was there like 20 minutes early. So I was the first car in line. You know, I was always there. And I thought that that was like, I was doing them a favor, but I think mm. it's good for them to have to wait 20 minutes because I'm getting yeah. out of work and, mm -hmm. you know, it's not going to hurt them. So I feel like if, if Angelica and I have kids, we haven't decided yet. We're still deciding if we have kids, there's many things that I will do differently um, because I'm an older mom too. Now that's, something I mean I have a lot more I think experience mm -hmm. so, yeah I think that I would do my new child the favor of not doing everything for them yeah it's so great though that you can learn and, and, and you know you can learn from all of the chapters of your motherhood you know that one chapter doesn't have to define the rest and that you can you know continue to grow and continue to change like as as you're growing and changing it's like your motherhood too is a journey and can grow and change and so you said so Angelica does not have any children correct she does not she's a few years younger than me and um she wants kids that was one of the things we talked about at the very beginning is she said you know like I definitely want kids so if you don't want kids this is probably not the right relationship but then as the years have gone by now, we don't know yet. We haven't decided because we're plenty young. We have plenty of time to do it. And since both of us are similar personalities, we would do amazing, you know, having two, you know, really good moms. But um, we don't know. There's a lot we want to do on our own. So we haven't decided. It sounds, you know, and you have time and it's, and it's great that you guys are on the same page about that, you know, cause, uh, again, like I, I've come across in just my journeys with, um, uh, with my podcast even, or just other moms who kind of go through that. Like they've had their kids when they were younger, maybe very young. And then they think about having kids when they're a little older with, um, either their same partner or they go through a divorce and then they want to share that experience with their new partner, especially if the new par partners never had that experience of being a mom, um, before, but, uh, I love that you guys are at least on the same page, kind of figuring that out together. Um, and Helica now, as she is, um, this new partner, you know, this new teammate, like in your, um, in your life and in your relationship, like, does she also help co-parent as well? Like, do the kids see her as, um, another like motherly kind of role figure, like role model for them? So since they're older, it's, it's very interesting because she never wants to step on toes. She often will tell me things like, um, you know, 
on the side, you know, her opinion and what she thinks. She doesn't usually tell them directly, but they do look to her for advice, which is really cool. They come to both mm. of us differently for advice. But as far as the parenting, I mean, she gives me her opinion and oftentimes it's like a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Oh, I lost you again. No, I don't want to lose you. If you can hear me, let me know when you can hear me again. I'll keep speaking. I'm I re- sorry. Can you hear me? Okay. I can hear you. Yep. So you came back now. Okay. I'm just going to write down when you came back. My goodness. Um, no worries. No worries at all. Um, you were basically talking about um, how the kids go to Angelica and in like in a different way. Yeah. So they, they um, definitely come to both of us for advice differently on things. And I'm like, wow, you know what? I didn't see it, that perspective of it. And you're absolutely right. So I really appreciate, I kind of did the parenting by myself before in my other relationship. And, um, I feel like I did everything by myself in that relationship. So this is a big change for me, but I love it. I love it. And we often different, have different opinions on things. Um, but mine is not always the best, you know? So I like Mm. having someone to help me. Awesome. I can't wait to send her this episode. It's going to be so good for your relationship. Like, <laughs> I always tell people when, if they hear me speak about my husband, I'm like, please tell him, feel free. It always works. It's great for us. So that's <laughs> so true. You, you know, you can tell that you admire her so much that you don't just love her, but you admire her. And I think that it takes such a, a humble um, mother or father that invites another person into their children's lives and allows them to to have that connection, you know, um, something that we also do in our relationship. And I, I find it, um, common, more common in step families is, um, when you are, you have that step parent person, you know, role, like into the family. Um, I very often too, with my husband, I, uh, communicate kind of to him, like what I feel. Um, I remember Kelly, you and I one time talked about how you and Angelica were kind of like raised in different, um, households. You have different, um, values or mindsets. And, um, that's kind of almost everyone, you know, everyone grows up in their own culture and their own home. And so when you come together as partners, you do try to figure out what are, what is your normal and what's my normal and what's our normal. And, and same goes with, I think, parenting. And so, um, we too, in my family, um, we basically, yeah, I come to my husband I share with him my thoughts, my insights, um, especially, uh, he too parented for a, a long time by himself and he's a, he's a dad daughter, you know, he's got, he's a girl dad, like he's trying to g- grow and help raise this, this young woman. And so, um, it's great that I feel my bonus daughter too comes to me for certain things, but then she gets some of my wisdom through daddy. She just doesn't always know that that's where it's coming from at least. <laughs> oh, that's so amazing. Yeah, I think in my um, situation, at first, I was a little bit closed off to her advice, mm. because I was like, used to doing everything on my own. And I was like, yeah. in my mind thinking, well, you don't have kids, how do you know, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but, which is totally the wrong way to think about it. But that's how I was at first. And I, but she is very knowledgeable. And she's been around kids, you know, and she can see it from the outside, which is something that is so helpful. Yeah, so, yeah she's got that objectivity. Yeah, for sure. And so now I definitely I come to her for advice on things. You know, what do you think? And then we talk about it just like any <laughs> any parents would together, you know, or they should. That's how it should be. 
Yeah. I love that you're getting such that second chance at like, at not just parenting and love, but just at life. Like it feels like your, your whole life is you're getting to rewrite your story. Do you feel that way? 100%. I feel like this is definitely the next chapter. Everything started from the beginning. We own our own business. Now we are, I am doing things now that just like my relationship, I never knew that I wanted to do. And I feel like I'm brand new at everything. So it's great. That is beautiful. And, and including, I, I have to ask, I'm sure some of my listeners are also um, curious. Did you ever find yourself attracted to women before in the past? <laughs> yeah, I didn't quite know how to like bring that up. You know what? I am attracted to people. I mean, yeah. I love people and I love love. And so I'm not sure. Maybe, but I don't really know. You know, I got into my last relationship so young that right. I didn't yeah. really like go out and experience life too much. Um, so I, I don't really know, you know, if I was before or not. And then we had such a connection that it was obvious that this is where my life was supposed to go. You know, yeah. so this, this change for me, uh, it doesn't even feel like a change. It just feels organic. It feels like this is the way it's supposed to be. I love it. I love it. And, and that's, I'm like, gosh, I have to ask this question. Like, I don't know if <laughs> people like think, oh, is it the elephant in the room? Um, yeah. Because every, everyone has a different story. You know, it's like, um, your story is so unique to me. But I mean, I have heard of, of other women or men that um, are, you know, in a marriage. And sometimes it's that they've repressed certain feelings that they had for so long. And they always felt they were one way. And, and then later in life, they felt like they had that courage and that belief in themselves and who they are to step out and really follow who they were. And yet I love in your story that you really are just like, man, I just love people. And I just knew that it was right with her. No, no. It's like, you didn't see gender. You saw her, who she is, like her, the person she is inside. And like, that's what was right. And that's what that connection was. Yeah, absolutely. And then as far as my kids go, like, I wasn't sure, like, how do I tell my kids, you know, not only am I leaving your dad, but it's for a woman, but they didn't even it's like they didn't even notice. It didn't even phase them. It had nothing to do with her being a woman that they were upset about. It was just that it was someone else them, you know, and now they love it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's beautiful. I think honestly, that, that is a huge testimony to me. It feels to the type of people that your kids are, but also the type of parenting you must have instilled in them because it seems like they came really into this with such a beautiful open mind. It sounds that way. I mean, they might have been a little more closed minded, you know, and not told me about it. But I think that they're very open to it. And and they see the love that we have. And I think that's all that matters to them, too. Yeah. And I'm sure they see how you change, too. You know, and that's and, and that's like the encouragement I would give any mom listening that maybe, again, finds herself like either going through a divorce or having a second love, like her real chance at love. And just know that, like, I really feel like kids will come around when they really see the love that is shared between you and your new partner. It's just, it's, it's hard to deny, you know, and I think every family has their own transition points and has their own um, journey. And and I think their own (laughs) patience window that they just have to be patient. And I would just if I can speak, and I'm sure Kelly um, could also add to this, is just like continue to just, when in doubt, love it out. You know, <laughs> just love love the kids harder. Yeah, you know, for and, sure. And all those moments. And uh, oh, oh my gosh, the story is is just so beautiful, and it has <laughs> so many 
great levels. And, you know, now that you see yourself just like transitioning um, into this new, beautiful unknown in a way, you know, like, um, how would you say motherhood perhaps maybe positioned you or prepared you um, for this next chapter in your life? Well, I would say that you learn a lot. I mean, that's the number one thing that I think, um, as a mom, you learn so much from your kids. Mm. I mean, you're teaching your kids, but you learn so much from them. And so it, it teaches you confidence and how, how to be in life, not just as a mom. So yeah, I definitely think that being a mom helped me with this transition. Um, I see, my kids doing things. And then I want to set a good example for them. I'm going to school now. And I, I think of my kids, every single thing that I do, you know, like, would they, I I want them to see me as an example for them. And I don't think that I was doing that before I was doing a great job as a stay at home mom, but Mm -hmm. not in every aspect of um, my life was I showing them a good example. And I, I think I'm doing a much better job with that now. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I have to say with a Vela Victorian and uh, a a woman uh, studying to become a teacher and gosh, a a girl who's rocking it and and all water sports, it feels it's like (laughs) your kids are definitely it seems to be like confident individuals and risk takers. And so it seems like you're doing a good job. (laughs) Yeah, thank you so much. My my daughter, Heather, she had to write an essay for college and she about her someone she looks up to. And she wrote uh, an essay about me saying that she's so proud that I was able to make that change in my life and the example that I'm setting for her. And so it really means a lot to know that my kids see me in that light as well. Oh my gosh. Talk about a (laughs) tearjerker. Did you frame that one up on your wall? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. No, I have it saved on my phone. And sometimes when I get down, I go back and read it again. And then yes, of course I'm crying, but yeah, it, it means a lot. Yeah, those are markers, I feel like in every mom's life, it's like those significant moments, you know, you need to like, hold on to, you know, like they really do encourage you and help you through the hard times. Yeah, absolutely. And you're you're getting them now too with a small one, because it. I look back through all the things that I've saved, you know, that the kids mm. made me and that they did for me. And uh, yeah, they, they do a lot for you. Yes. I love that point that you made that basically, as I think we know, you you know, when you, when you become a mom, whether you give birth or you adopt or however motherhood finds you, it's like you, you have this innate understanding that you now have the responsibility of this, of this life. Like, you know, that it is, it is like the, the greatest joy, but the greatest, like, ah, scary moment in the world, all these things in the, in, in one. And it's a beautiful, I love what you said that as we know, we are, we are, um, responsible for teaching them. They also teach us so much right back, you know, for sure. And I think that as a young mom, I had the advantage of being a little more naive advantage, meaning that like, I didn't realize what a big deal every little step was. I think if I was Mm. to have one now, I would be so much more nervous, even though I'm more confident because I have the experience, but I would be more nervous of screwing them up or of doing the wrong thing before I was just kind of going with the flow because I was young and I was just doing what everyone told me to do. And now, you know, I would definitely be researching everything a lot more and looking into it more and be more concerned because I'm older. And I think that I didn't really know, you know, the magnitude of everything before. So, yeah, that's weird, right? It's so funny. You think like, gosh, the older I am or 
um, the more children I've had, you know, I, you, you do, of course, gain that confidence and that assuredness, but you're right. Cause now you've lived a life and you've seen more and you've heard more and you're like, Oh gosh, yes. I did that. You know, exactly. I mean, I see a lot of other moms that are, you know, like in their thirties and they get more postpartum depression, I think, because mm. they are so much more stressed on the issues. You know, I was in my early twenties and I was just like, okay, this is what you're doing. You know? And I, I wasn't so um, stressed on each issue. So, yeah, I think you kind of, um, cause I myself am, am one of those moms that first became a mom in her mid thirties, but my uh, family, I have a lot of young moms, um, some teen, teen moms, um, but also moms that just began, um, in their early twenties. And, you really get to see the difference because, you know, I think, gosh, at that age, when, when you have children young, um, you're kind of growing with them. You know, you're still trying to navigate your life and figure out who you are. And you're also doing it along with your kids. You're kind of figuring out who you are all together. And um, was that your experience? Would you say that, that that felt like that? Oh, 100%. And looking back now, I even see how much more of a child I was at the time. But yeah, mm. for sure. I just did exactly what the like older people around me told me to do what the doctors told me to do. I mean, I don't think I ever questioned anything that people told me to do as a young mom. I just kind of did what they told me to do. Um, I think that I would make very different choices now with in, in many areas of my kid's life if I was to do it now. Yeah, it's it's funny. I, I think so many women feel that and it's it's just one of those things that we have to live with and know that it was uh, that our children where they're at is, is okay. And, uh, you know, they're going to, they're going to make it and, uh, and just a way so we don't let uh, shame or anything, you know, dictate us. Like, do, would you say you have any mom guilt lingering from the past or from where, you know, <laughs> well, I've definitely had a little bit of therapy um, mm-hmm. for, for my mom guilt because yeah, there's definitely mom guilt. And um, I think we but, all have it, <laughs> but you know, you should know that most likely nothing you do, is really going to screw them up, you know, it yeah. might be a little bump <laughs> in the road, but they're going to be just fine, you know, ultimately. And, um, so I'm definitely trying to work on my mom guilt, but, um, I have spoken to people about it. <laughs> I'll say that. That's good. No, that's, that's <laughs> so good. I think every mom needs somebody, uh, or a couple really good, um, listeners, women that will really, uh, be there for them, you know, so that you can, um, shed and share that guilt. Cause I think it's so, it's so normal. We all go through it. We all wonder like, are we screwing our kids up or did we do this right? And, and uh, I definitely, being someone who's um, grown up in a lot of the social media age, it's just comparison is just everywhere, you know, and um, I know it's easy to to get down on ourselves, but uh, you, I think, remind a lot of us young moms out there um, that it's going to be okay. And, you know, your, your kids are um, almost all adults now, and it's awesome to see that you're still able to um, see the things you would have changed, but still also set a good example. Like, I love that you haven't just co-signed to the fa- the feeling or the fact like, oh, I, um, I can't teach them anything anymore. I screwed up. Or like, I love that you still have that initiative in your heart to like still set a good example for them no, no matter how old they are. Yeah, absolutely. And that's so interesting that you brought up the social media thing. I feel so blessed that I did not raise my kids during that because there's a lot of pressure Mm. for everything when you're looking at social media, you know, and I can't imagine um, 
seeing everything, you think you're doing something great. And then the next mom is doing something better. Mm-hmm. But I think that like this podcast that you're doing, I think it's amazing because the connection that I had with other moms was so useful when I was a young mom. Mm-hmm. It's so much better to talk to other moms and get their opinions than just hear the opinions of like relatives or yeah. your, your mom or, you know, whoever might think they know better than you. And it's it's good to hear from other moms, you know, just different stories, you know, so you can kind of decide which path you want to take, you know? Yeah, there you go. And, and, and decide and then own it and kind of feel like, okay, this is right. This is, this is what I want to do. And that's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I love it. Well, I, gosh, there has been so much that we've gotten to discuss today. And I knew that your story would be so valuable on so many levels. I, I really love so much of what you've shared today. Um, not just about your motherhood, but also your journey, I feel like to just embracing who you fully and truly are and showing that even though you're a mom, even though you've, you know, you've spent your half of your life in, in one relationship, it doesn't mean that you can't still dream and you can't still at any moment reclaim like who you really believe that you are and live that life that you want and that you've imagined. Um, and that's such a story that I think every mom needs to know. Oh, thank you so much for allowing me to share it. And I hope I can come back and talk about being a new mom if Angelica and I have a baby. You know, I would love to talk about that as well. So. Yes. Yes. Well, <laughs> hey, you hear you've heard it here for your you've heard it here first. I would absolutely <laughs> love the both of you actually. I think that would be a really fun collaborative episode um to have the both of you, you know. Um so I will hold you to that. How about that? Well, it's a discussion daily, so I'll let you know pretty soon. But thank you so much. That sounds exciting. Good. Absolutely. And before you head off, I'm just curious if there's any resources that you would recommend to any moms. I know for sure you pointed out the fact of making sure you surround yourself with other mom communities, um, specifically ones that are not relatives. But are there any other resources that you would love to recommend to our moms? Yeah. I mean, as much as the social media can be like... um, difficult i feel like that is where you should go there's tons of facebook groups for moms and i feel like those are places that you can find a lot of connection and um yeah that that's all that i could recommend i I recommend looking online finding facebook groups and and that sort of thing for resources so awesome i love it well noted and if our moms would by any chance want to reach out to you is there any way they can connect with you out there on social media Oh, yeah, for sure. Our business is She's the Builder on Instagram. And yeah, that's where you could find us. I love it. Found Find the dynamic duo right there. <laughs> Aw, thank you so much, Cheyenne. Yeah, of course. And everyone listening, I'll make sure that I put her Instagram uh, handle in the show notes page. So you can just go ahead and click it and it will lead you right to their uh, Instagram. And you guys can find out more about their business and what their passion is. But ultimately, Kelly, I just want to thank you so much for being here on this podcast today and sharing with us your story. Thanks, Cheyenne. I love talking with you. Oh, likewise, likewise. And thank you, mamas, for lending me your ears and your hearts today and joining us on another episode of Moms Matter. Make sure if this story resonated with you, please let us know right on um, my social media. Let me know what you thought. Reach out to Kelly and Angelica themselves on Instagram and be sure to share this so that more women can grow and learn together. Thank you guys again for joining us on this episode. We look forward to joining you with the next one.